0: There's another squad attacking.
1: Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself Shay and joined always by my co-host Henry. Henry, how you doing on this rainy, rainy afternoon here in Portland?
0: I'm doing good. You know, a lot of people have reached out to us and told us that we have really soothing voices Mm -hmm. and people fall asleep or (laughs) they can't fall asleep because they're just so wrapped up in the Apex talk, but I'm feeling good. I think we're ready to, to put in another episode.
1: For sure. This episode is sponsored by Redesign. Today, we're going to be discussing a very interesting topic. Should you use a secondary in Apex? Don't worry. I know that's kind of confusing. We're going to break it down a bit more, though. Before we do any of that, though, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at third party Pod. Follow us on Twitch. If you'd enjoy watching a stream, let's make it happen. If we can make a sprint to Affiliate in April, we'll go hard to make our streams even better. Super excited to get that started. Super excited to see the follower count, but continue to climb. Appreciate all the support. Keep it up. Also, if you'd like to help continue the Third Party Podcast and the community we have grown, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You can receive bonus episodes, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, replica weapons, and much, much more. Your support means a lot to us, and we look forward to chatting and playing with our awesome patrons. I think the -the behind-the-scenes is underrated.
0: Yeah. It's an extra episode. Yeah. (laughs) I am feeling bad about it. Every single time we sit down and record, we don't really acknowledge it. But yeah, we give two bonus episodes a month to patrons, but then... I think above the $8 or $12 tier.
1: It's the $12 tiers behind the scenes.
0: You get access to behind the scenes before we record and after. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a mic check.
1: No, it's, it's like 15 to 20 <laughs> minutes of us talking every single episode. So four times a week, Yeah, you're getting in total an extra hour of content yeah. pretty much. Yeah pretty funny
0: it's a lot so that's whether it's entertaining or
1: not though that's the big question i think
0: yeah we, <laughs> we get into it though like <laughs> if you want behind the scenes it doesn't get any more behind the scenes than that
1: definitely no doubt about it let's talk about the main topic of the day though and really we're talking about should you use a secondary and weapons in apex legends which is probably one of our favorite topics Easily to talk about in this game. We love and are fascinated by the weapons.
0: The gunplay is so great, Mm -hmm. you know, in this game. Uncomparable
1: to anything else.
0: It's not close. Mm -hmm. You know, you can use so many weapons and be very effective. Yeah. You know, early game hipfire charge rifle, very effective.
1: Destroys. Like, so it's (laughs)
0: really, there's no real wrong answers when we talk about weapons, Um, but there are some very right answers. Mm -hmm. And, but today we're going to try to. Pose a debate mm-hmm. for can you change your perspective on how you establish your loadout in the game?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And before we kind of introduce that topic, let's just do a little bit of a background on the weapons in Apex. Essentially, you got two weapon slots. Everybody knows this. There's no requirement to hold a specific Weapon. If you're a specific legend, like in other games, there's no barriers to weapon ammo type outside of what you can loot, which is a really, really big mm-hmm. impact. um And then there's no limitation at all to maybe carry two LMGs or a sniper and an AR. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have a perk. You just you have total <laughs> flexibility.
1: No perks needed here.
0: And this is awesome. Like it really is. The loadouts in Apex are unrivaled and mm-hmm. kind of how the customization how good they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And The customization and any BR, not even they don't even have this sort of stuff, yes. so it's pretty wild the amount of advancement you can have on your specific loadout as well. Um, but if we take a little brief look at what we think some of the best loadouts are this season, um, G7 Volt,
1: oh, what a surprise! G7 coming in here at the first one. Wow, whoa, G7. we are really hot topic. We
0: have <laughs> we say that we're gonna try to stream on Twitch. We're really hyped to get, like, some little uh, emotes and Mm -hmm. different alert animations. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, G7's got to get worked into something. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. That's got to go in the chat. (laughs) Um, So G7 Volt, really strong. I know probably the most versatile, strong uh, SMG Mm -hmm. coupled with the most versatile, strong uh, marksman rifle, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, another really good loadout, R301 and Spitfire. Um, this is a Spitfire meta. Really, really strong weapon. Uh, just does not stop firing ever. Um, and the R301 with the Anvil gives you a lot of versatility. And the recoil on that gun is just really, really nice to control.
1: The Anvil and Gold Mags being introduced this season really upped this loadout to a whole nother level.
0: Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. And then you have Triple Take Flatline. You know, kind of mm-hmm. the current Supreme uh, Sniper. Um, coupled with a really solid uh, AR that has the fastest time to kill, uh, if you will, out of the fully automatic ARs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a really good option. And then the last one being the Hemlock, which is a burst weapon, which mm-hmm. we always try to recommend. Because on paper, the burst weapons you can never fully appreciate. Mm-hmm. Because burst, if you're aiming at the chest, equals headshots. Headshots equal massive multipliers really fast CTKs. So Hemlock and EVA, got to give a little bit of a shout out to the EVA. Um, It's a really good shotgun. Not enough people are using it now. Um, People are still holding on to the Mastiff. We've been preaching the EVA for a long, long time. It's incredible. Don't worry about not having the double tap. It's really good.
1: It's very good. Very hard to use. It's literally what I need to work on like the most in my game. For some reason, I just struggle with that weapon. So I hope our listeners do not have the same problems that I do.
0: It's Gibraltar's weapon. So yeah. I have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have a choice. Maybe it's my <laughs> bias. Um, but the big takeaway here is, hey, there's a ton of loadouts that are really good. These are just a small sample. Um, the current weapon pool is really, really powerful. And those options are endless, uh, essentially. And so we usually recommend that you adopt a few best practices when optimizing your loadout. But truly, you can roll with anything. And don't take anything that we're going to say for the next 30, 40 minutes as like Hard fact,
1: yeah, law, yeah. Totally, totally fair. Like the best thing about this game, in my opinion, easily whenever I flip to something else is like, I love that I can pick up pretty much any weapon in the game and be like i have a path to being incredibly successful right now i don't feel like i'm at a huge disadvantage and there's just so much that goes into it from play style to the actual data that we'll be talking about today
0: totally um some of the tips that we usually recommend um, are you should probably have ammo diversity as much as a loadout like the r400 the r301 mm-hmm. the r99 is a great loadout or the g7 r3 is really strong In a loot-based game, you increase your chances to finding the proper extended mags if you're rocking two weapons with different ammo types. Totally, Um, Just kind of a good best practice. Again, not a law. The other uh, sort of best practice that we like to follow is that if you have a long-range weapon, like a G7 or maybe a sniper, couple that with a full-auto AR, SMG, or LMG kind of just the best practice so Mm -hmm. you can have that spray and pray if you are kind of very pigeonholed on your first weapon or you have your ar you kind of have that solid weapon that you're comfortable with um and a shotgun going pistol shotgun sniper shotgun really dangerous territory Mm -hmm. um having kind of a really confident weapon along with a risky weapon is kind of the way you want to go
1: totally totally
0: But the question today is, are pistols a viable option? It's a
1: fun question. I think we're going to seriously open your eyes, hopefully, everybody to some stats and hopefully get everybody out here uh, popping some awesome clips into the Instagram Dropbox and the Discord uh, after they listen to this episode, because I think there's some eye-opening stuff at least in here. Before we dive into those secondaries, though, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Redesign
0: we have partnered with some friends of ours with a startup to give away free third-party hats. Yeah, our friends at Redesign have developed
1: an innovative new product called Dry Scoop, which is designed to be consumed dry like a pixie stick, so no shaker or tub you have to carry around, just single-use sleeves for no muss, no fuss.
0: These energy sleeves are a great way to get hyped up and focused before gaming, and we're excited to see how you all like the idea. Uh, For gaming, they taste a lot better than other pre-workouts, and you only need about half a sleeve.
1: They've launched an Indiegogo to promote the product and get it in people's hands. With our great audience, we've partnered with them to help get them funded.
0: As many of you know, uh, we launched our own merch a couple weeks ago, and we've decided to do a collaboration with our friends at Redesign. If you support their third-party podcast tier on Indiegogo, you'll get to try their product and receive a free third-party hat for only $30. This is a better deal than we could personally offer because our friends are covering all the costs of everything. Usually costs over $40 to get a third party hat, but our friends are giving you one for free if you support their tier at only $30.
1: If you don't want a hat though, or $30 is a little too much, our friends at Redesign are offering a second option. If you sign up for their $15 tier of support on Indiegogo, Redesign will provide you with one free month of master level Patreon support. This means extra podcasts, a third of the way to free merch, behind the scenes, gaming sessions, and a direct line to your hosts, Henry and myself.
0: And that's a $24 value, Mm -hmm. so it's pretty nice. All you have to do is follow the link for their Indiegogo in our description, invest in the third-party tier, whether it's $15 or $30, then DM us a screenshot of your receipt of your pledge, and we'll give you a free code or refund your first month on Patreon as a master.
1: So really the question that we're going to be asking, though, is could a P2020, not the P202, be a better option than the R99? Which... Like You say that to someone instinctively, what? I think better than the R9?
0: Are you kidding That's me? That's a high, high expectation you're putting.
1: R9 is the best dang gun in the game.
0: P20 is probably the worst. Walk me through it though. So yeah, we're going to look at a specific case and we're really going to focus in on the P2020 and the Mozambique today as possible secondaries, given that they have the hammer point hop up.
1: Must must have the hammer point hop on. Yeah, I like,
0: mean we're not going to, but we could title the episode kind of hammer point yeah. showcase um, because that's really going to make this argument work. Um, but it's a thing in the game. It's been a thing in the game for over a year, so we're just going to accept that as part of a fully kitted P twenty twenty Mozambique. Now another caveat is the wingman is an excellent weapon with great versatility, um, but its time to kill coupled with its shot to kill make it what we call a quote-unquote clutch weapon. Not as dependable uh, as another weapon in the heavy class, like a flatline or a hemlock or a spitfire. Um, But with regard to these pistols, um, we're going to talk about this tactic. Put them in a scenario which we think they can succeed. And that tactic is one that I think a lot of players gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. And it's this you're moving towards the enemy in an aggressive pattern, firing at them while you're closing the gap. Um, this is where a sidearm could be most effective. So we're going to take a look at that and see if it can outperform another option, maybe the R99.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really fun situation to look at because it is common. It's a very good play style. It's common and just because it's fun and entertaining. Pushing people is always going to be the more popular way to play the game uh you know, the popularity of Octane, the popularity of Pathfinder and Horizon, the recent climb and such. Movement is very much fun in this game. And so we're kinda gonna look at it from that perspective and maybe you'll learn something, but if you're one of the few people listening to the podcast that's a Watson or a rampart main, you might not be able to incorporate this as much into your playstyle effectively. But I think there is still room for you to learn something very valuable here.
0: I think so. Um, Essentially, we're going to be looking at three questions. First question is, let's take a look at the reload versus swap. Do you reload that primary or switch to the secondary? Mm -hmm. Question two, aim down sight movement speed. How much is that a factor? What's the difference in terms of a sidearm or a pistol? Then question three is the money. What's the accuracy requirement like and how does the time to kill compare with another maybe AR, SMG, mm-hmm. primary weapon? Got to All give a shout out here
1: real quick. Yeah. Real quick, got to give a shout out. Just got to say that our third, Jordan, a long time ago was preaching P-2020 with Hammerpoint before anybody, anybody else used it. Probably should have maybe listened to him a little bit more then. I just don't want to get that I told you so if he listens to the episode and also, back off my janks does some great breakdowns of the RE45 as well that kind of further expand on the ADS movement speed popularity and so I think there's a lot of there's a lot of good voices and people in the community and there are people aware of this so that's why we really want to bring it to the forefront of everybody's mind and break down how awesome this can be.
0: It's really most awesome in this one scenario. Yeah. And that situation is you have a primary Let's say the R301, most solid, ideal AR, and hopefully you have a gold mag. I don't think that's a huge barrier to have, um, but we're just going to assume in this whole episode that you have an R301 with a gold magazine and you're going into every fight having dealt at least 80 damage to someone with purple shields. Admittedly, this is not a lot Mm -hmm. of damage. You've pretty much failed with the R301 with a full gold purple mag. Yeah but you've done 80 damage, that's okay. You're moving and shooting. You're going towards them. Enemy has 120 damage left to knock. You've emptied your entire R301 mag. (laughs) So things are not going that great for you, but you do have the gold mag. We believe this is a very conservative situation to see what you can do with a pistol.
1: Do you think the gold mag is a reason that this might, come to play a little bit more and just it, there might be a rise in popularity of this line of thinking because i think it offers the forgiveness that this loadout and style used to really not have in a way like 100 percent agree with you that it's not like 100 percent necessary but it definitely adds a bit of like oh man i really messed up i but i'm not like through now like not all it, my pressures on finishing with this p20 or hammer
0: point. it adds a lot yeah um as everybody kind of already knows, reloading takes a lot of time, especially mm-hmm. if it's a full reload, not a tactical reload. Um, and so, yeah, I think the gold mag gives you a lot more flexibility. I think that um, people don't talk enough about it. Um, we slept on it. For one day. For one we day. We've been on it since the <laughs> beginning. Like, it's very powerful. You can very much feel it. Um, I love that you can fire a mag and then hit a battery. And by the time the battery is over, you've already reloaded. Mm -hmm. Very, very powerful um, gold attachment. But that's the scenario. Let's kick it off with the Mozambique. Again, with Hammer Point. First question let's say you're in this situation, you've emptied the mag on the R3, you've done 80 damage. You can either reload, which takes 3.2 seconds, or you can swap to the Mozambique and draw it in. Less than half a second at 0.45 seconds.
1: Very big difference.
0: (laughs) Easy. You're going to be swapping to the Mozambique in terms of time. Now, ADS movement speed. R301, when you're aiming down sights, your movement speed is reduced by 50%. With the Mozambique, no reduction at all. You're 100% movement speed. You're twice as fast. A lot of people don't accept this Figure as being really impactful, mm-hmm. and I think the fact is, people don't use enough pistols in order to feel it themselves. Yep, this is a really, really big deal,
1: especially when you are leaning into this play style yeah. because this ADS movement speed is incredibly effective up close. No, when you're going back and forth with your P20 or mozam and shooting someone 100 meters away, you're not really going to notice the power. But when you are up in somebody's face in the situation we're talking about, that will actually make a significant difference harder for the enemy to shoot you i will just throw in real quick go in the firing range and get used to it a little bit like it's not like super intuitive it can be kind of overwhelming if you're not used to playing with pistols at all
0: next this sort of accuracy requirement r301 let's say that instead of swapping you reload you take the 3.2 seconds then you try to do the next 120 damage, that's going to take 9 out of your 28 shots. You're going to have to be 32% accurate in order to knock them after that huge delay. If instead you stick with the Mozambique, you save some time, you only have to hit 2 out of your 4 shots or be 50% accurate or 1 shot, 25% accurate if you actually got that last 20 damage to mm-hmm. the shield. You can 1 shot someone if they have no shields. Really powerful. Hammerpoint does 104 to the body if you hit all three pellets. And
1: you're hitting all three pellets a lot of the time. It's a very tight pattern for a shotgun, I think.
0: It's a very tight pattern, but you got to be close. Yeah. you got to be really close. So but That's the
1: situation we're in for this lunch.
0: Mm-hmm. Lastly, that time to kill. Uh, R301, in order to finish him off, that 120 damage, you have to hit nine shots again. That takes .66 seconds to do. Time to kill with the Mozambique, hitting those two shots going to take 0.66 seconds as well so mozambique pretty fast Mm -hmm. when you think about it like that uh faster movement and draw time one or two shots to finish them and the same time to kill as either having a second r301 or reloading uh, the r301 um not a bad case to start it off with the mozambique
1: yeah when you see those two next to each other those time to kills Yeah, that 3.2 reload versus that .45 swap and draw is very much, I think, impactful. That's the number you feel. Three seconds is nothing to mess around with in this game at all.
0: And you only got to hit two shots.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: and depending on your perspective and where you are situationally, hopefully you're up close. Mm A little shotgun pistol is going to be really nice for you. So that's the MoZamp. Next up, the P-2020 a.k.a. the P202, as we said when we started this episode, or the start of the podcast. Mm-hmm. P2020 with hammer point. Again, you reload the R301, that's going to cost you 3.2 seconds. If you swap to the P202 and you ADS, it's only going to take you a quarter of a second, 0.25 seconds, even better than the Mozam. Really, really fast weapon. Next, ADS speed, same deal. R301 is going to reduce you by 50%. P2020, you maintain all your speed. Amazing. Now, let's get into the accuracy requirement. You stick with the R301, you have to hit 9 out of 28 or be 32% accurate. You go over to the P2020, you have to hit 5 out of 18 shots. And this is if they still have that 20 health and shields. Mm -hmm. So this is putting them in a pretty conservative situation. So you then have to be 28% accurate which is even better than the R301 mm-hmm. in this situation. Only have to hit 5 out of 18 or only 3 shots. 16% accurate if they have no shields. So hammer point does 36 damage to the body. Very, very powerful. Time to kill. R301, 9 shots. In order to do 5 shots with the P2020, it's going to take you 0.7 seconds. R301, 0.66. Very, very close here. We're talking milliseconds Mm -hmm. p2020 faster movement faster draw time easier to finish in terms of accuracy and very similar time to kill uh if we look at kind of the timeline here r301 you reload it you do 120 damage to finish that's going to take you 3.86 seconds you instead swap to the p2020 draw it deal the one hundred and twenty damage it's only going to take you 0.95 seconds
1: swap your weapons
0: Big mm-hmm. easy choice there. The big takeaways uh, are these things first off, weapon swapping, highly recommended. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be doing that already, especially when you're adopting this play style of closing the gap. Number two, secondary is going to be really helpful, uh, especially if you're moving and shooting, you're pushing. And number three, don't sleep on these pistols fully kitted. No, you know, their at numbers all. line up, they really do. Uh, sometimes in this situation, they, they almost outperform. So don't sleep on the pistols.
1: And I think it is important to really say that if you are playing into the power of these pistols, they are going to be incredibly effective. If you are taking advantage of that strafe speed of going that extra 50% movement speed, if you are taking advantage of the fact that you're up close with them and you've already taken off some shields, incredibly effective. When you put these weapons in the correct situation to succeed, you will not be disappointed by them, I think is kind of the biggest takeaway here completely.
0: Yeah, which is an important thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people scoff at both of these weapons, P2020 and Mozambique, but if you're playing to their strengths, they can outperform even the best ARs and SMGs. 100%. But let's talk a little bit about the RA45. Didn't want to let it go. You know, we're talking <laughs> about secondaries, it's the fully auto pistol, everybody loves it. Some people go as far to say it's better than the R9. Let's see. Does the RE-45 in the same situation where they have 120 health left, does it compete with the P-2020? Very similar. Mm -hmm. They have the same exact draw time. Very, very similar ADS movement speed. I do not know why it's different, (laughs) Uh, but the RE-45 has a 95% movement speed and the P-2020 has 100%.
1: So random. You cannot tell that Mm -hmm.
0: difference at all. That is not even detectable by the human eye. (laughs) I don't know why it's in the game. But let's look at the RA-45 for the reload time. This doesn't really matter in this uh, situation because ideally, even if this whole plan goes total failure, <laughs> R-301, you do your 80 damage, you then swap. You unload your entire mag of the P-20, in 18 rounds. You're going to swap back to the, R- the R-301 because yeah. it's going to be f- reloaded it's got with the gold, gold mag. mag. Yeah. <laughs> but just to look at it because I think it's interesting, RE-45 reload is 1.95 seconds full. P-2020, 1.25. P-202 has such a fast gun time. It's legitimately crazy. Fastest ADS, fastest movement speed, fastest reload. Mm -hmm. It's quick.
1: You feel fast when you're using this weapon, no doubt. you can
0: actually feel it. Mm -hmm. I think that that's important to showcase. Sometimes when we talk numbers, a lot of them can't really feel. When you're moving and shooting and reloading with the... P2020, you can feel it. Mm-hmm, no doubt. Next up, accuracy. In order to do this 120 damage, the RE45 has to hit 10 out of its 25 shots. That's 40% accurate. P2020 only has to hit 5 out of 18 or 28% accurate. Way, way easier. You have to hit a lot less shots. Then, time to kill. To do 120 damage, RE45 takes 0.8 seconds, P2020, 0.7 seconds. It's quite, quite close to call, but the P2020 does barely inch out the RE45 in every single category.
1: And if we actually put in a not-as-conservative situation where you take off most of everybody's shields, but if you take off everybody's shields, then you're going to really feel the hammer point as you would with the Mozam and one-shotting people. So like we're being conservative to prove the point that Even with this conservativeness, there is still positivity here. So if you try to be a bit more maybe into your, take it into your own play style, your own skill level, you can kind of account for the even stronger power of the hammer point.
0: Yeah. In this situation, faster at killing, faster at everything, easier for accuracy. It's a beast. You should definitely be giving the P2020 a try if you're adopting this secondary idea. Mm -hmm. Now. Finally, it's a big one. Can the P twenty twenty outperform the R ninety nine? And this is thrilling. My heart is racing, all right, talking about this. All right. Kick it off with the reload stat. Not really important to this situation, but is again kind of fun to indicate. R ninety nine, it takes two point four five seconds to do a full reload. P 2020 point five, much faster. ADS movement speed on the R99 is reduced to 86%. P2020, no reduction, keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Keep it you're going to be slower moving when you're aiming down sights with the R99. Draw time on the R99 is 0.35 seconds. P2020, only a quarter of a second. Faster. Accuracy in order to do this 120 left, have to hit 11 out of 27 shots with the R9 or be 41% accurate, only have to hit 5 again with the B2020 or be 28% accurate. Big win here for the B2020, but now everybody says, you know, R99 is all about that speed. (laughs) Well, to do this time to kill at 120 damage left, the R99 is able to get it done in 0.61 seconds. That's faster than 0.7 seconds, but it's not fast enough.
1: 0.09.
0: Yep. That's no, not major. Not major at all. Can't really tell. Less if you feel the 0.09 a seconds, second.
1: you're playing a different game than I am.
0: <laughs> yeah. Less than a tenth of a second is a little close to call, um, especially if we look at you know the whole kind of deal here. So now what if you're in a situation where you have the R301, and then as a secondary, you're electing to go with the R99 or the P2020, both fully kitted. Which one's faster? If you swap to the P2020, draw it, do the 120 damage, it's going to take 0.95 seconds. If you do the same with the R9, it's going to take 0.96 seconds. On paper, it's slower. This Mm -hmm. is obviously, again, way too close to call. But could you have imagined that we would be sitting here today saying, P-2020 is faster Mm -hmm. in terms of drawing, ADSing, getting the damage done, all that, than the R-99. It's pretty crazy. Another kind of intangible to consider in this comparison is the R-99 has to hit six more shots than the P-2020. That's not necessarily, you know, Mm -hmm. harder. But something that I've noticed... And watching, playing, talking about the R99 is that it's fast. It's RPM. Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: like to look at RPS, rounds per second. Um, But the R99 fires its entire purple magazine in 1.5 seconds. All the guns just vaporize into thin air. With the P2020, you can fire the whole mag in 2.5 seconds, much, much slower. The question is is that a strength or a weakness? Having more control. More pace mm-hmm. to how many rounds you're going to let off. Is that a strength or not?
1: I think it's going to go into you as a player. Like, if you look at yourself, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, if I'm like really confident in my shots and I feel really good with the R99 and that I can put it on their body to start, like, then yeah, you might lean towards it being a strength. But for a lot of people, I think if you, aren't as you know just snapping to people if you are maybe if it's your own controller maybe that's the difference yeah. for the r99 or something you don't have the aim assist like i think there are situations in which saying like the slightly slowerness of the p2020 can be very effective and then the one thing i'll also just throw in here before you give your thoughts is when i look at this as a setup like if we're using the r301 as the setup and then r99 plus p2020 i think there's obviously some pros and cons uh, but we're talking about the R9 as a secondary, particularly. I feel more confident with that P2020 hammer point than I do with, and with no mag than I do with the R99 with oh, no yeah. mag because then. Absolutely. And I, as I just think it's worth mentioning because we like to do all the stats with the purple mag and stuff, but especially if you're running two uh, light guns, like there's a lot of situations where you won't have that mag. On your secondary weapon for at least a strong portion of the game so i think it just is kind of important to kind of say like while there are intangibles for the r99 yeah you can lead with it more effectively in a situation if you want to there are some intangibles as well that point towards the p2020 also being effective
0: yeah i think these numbers are pretty staggering you know the fact that it's this close Mm -hmm. in this conservative situation i think it's pretty nuts i think the biggest number that you can point to and say, all right, that's the point. That's what I'm gonna tell my friends about, is our classic accuracy requirement. Mm -hmm. That even in this without any shields, it takes one shot to knock with the Mozam and three with the P2020. Three out of eighteen accuracy is not only the easiest thing you could do,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but is the fastest. Mm -hmm. And this game is about speed. And if you can easily finish somebody quickly you're going to be successful. No doubt. I think that you should consider actually using a secondary, using a pistol, and use it as a proper secondary. Mm -hmm. So, in closing, this situation, you've done a chunk of damage, 80 with the R301, you're advancing on the enemy, you swap uh, to a faster weapon that deals 2.2 times more damage to health than to shields, with the added benefit of having to be less accurate Faster movement, faster time to kill than 95% of weapons. Yeah, secondaries are worth using if you're playing aggressive. If your name is Wraith, Bloodhound, Octane, Bangalore, Pathfinder, Horizon, you embody this mobility, Mm -hmm. push, push, no stop. Mm -hmm. A secondary could actually improve your game.
1: I have one other thought and then one other question to kind of pose to you after hearing that stuff. Uh, and the first of which being with the secondary, the P2020. Uh, I think that I'm still, even after hearing this, I don't think by any means you will find me saying, I'm going to carry the P2020 until I find the hammer point. I still think I'm going to want to find that hammer point first because I do think it is incredibly impactful Absolutely. on the data. And so I think that is something to note and take away from this as well. Like we are. We could title this the hammer point episode like you were saying. Make sure you have that because that is a huge part of the success of these two weapons in that situation. And then the other question I'll pose to you is the situation obviously is very much, we're looking at the R301, flatline probably fits in there as well, you know, like the full auto gun as well. I think there is, if you are a triple take user though, you it might not fit as well for you to run that P2020 hammer point as a quote-unquote secondary. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, I just kind of wanted to bring those two points up again, just so everybody doesn't
0: overreact
1: to the, the also, how powerful yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely fair to curb. And also a way to kind of address maybe the other point of view is that we're not talking about hip fire. Totally. If you're hip firing, R99 is a really good option. P2020, less so of an mm-hmm. option. And that ADS movement speed isn't a factor Mm -hmm. so the whole speed is a little bit shifted but i recommend the ads (laughs) i really do you're gonna hit more shots regardless and i think it's even easier uh with these secondaries than if you were to hip fire with the volt Mm -hmm. or hip fire with the r9 like it's easier so we didn't address that in our comparison if you are a big hip fire fan I love to hear it. Make mm-hmm. sure you listen to our uh, Volt and R9 episode. Talk
1: all hip fire there.
0: It's a really good listen.
1: And then the last thing I will throw in is there's going to be an advantage to carrying that P-2020 from an ammo conservation standpoint. You're going to be able to carry less stacks of ammunition, which means more grenades and such, yeah. which is going to play into that aggressive play style. There are pros and cons both ways, as I think we've mentioned, but it's closer than I think the public perception persuades for the situation. Let's wrap up this episode now by answering some five-star questions. First one coming from Hiker Andrew. I love it. It is always nice while doing chores. Right now, I'm a Caustic Horizon in crypto main. I'm wondering if you have any advice on what legend to main. Also, what is your ideal loadout? Mine is R301 and Sentinel.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for the review, Andrew. Uh, That's really nice. What a diverse kind of situation. Defense, movement, Mm -hmm. recon. I don't know if you have a main. I think that's why you're asking. Um, But that's awesome. You know, we a lot of times say you don't have to have a main. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can play a lot of different legends. And as long as you understand the kit and can make the mental shift, you're all good.
1: And you will hear us if you want us to recommend one person to you, we will recommend you try Bloodhound.
0: 100%.
1: What's your ideal loadout though?
0: Ideal loadout right now, I mean... I go G7 Spitfire right now. Yeah, it's so good. G7 Volt. It's ridiculous. Like G7 is kind of a staple. It's not going to really shift too much, but that Spitfire is definitely new to me. Mm-hmm. And it's powerful. Yeah. It's ho- because, and you'll feel it on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not using it, I I died two days ago using a Prowler against a Spitfire. Mm-hmm. And I was very embarrassed. But it, is, is really powerful. It does not quit.
1: I've been enjoying the Spitfire R301 kind of combo. Just yeah. putting out a lot of bullets. The negative to that <laughs> one is you're carrying a lot of ammo. That is for sure. So there's definitely some cons to that. I just feel so confident with the R301 in this game at this point after playing for so long that mm-hmm. I, I do love having it to kind of lean back on in certain situations. Uh, and Hiker Andrew, if you like running the R301 in Sentinel, try running the R301 in triple take you might uh, see a little bit more versatility and upgrade in the kill count.
0: Maybe. Next question coming from FTC. I hit plat three in one day with three wins and now I'm more confident to get to diamond, but I'm a little scared to play ranked because I can rank down easily. Do you have any tips for me to get to diamond? Thanks, great pod.
1: I feel like it's been a while since we had this question and I couldn't, I haven't given this answer in a long time. Answer number one, Find some teammates join the discord links in the description the game is going to be easier the game is going to be a bit more fun for a lot of people and you are just going to feel so much more confident if you are communicating with teammates on a consistent basis that's the number one tip i love to give people to upgrade their rank if they're playing by themselves because that is going to be a night and day difference for a lot of people instead of playing with randoms
0: no doubt about it. And the second points that we like to say is lean into that survey beacon. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what you can do to do it, Pathfinder, fine, crypto, the best at it, Bloodhound, the best legend out of the three. Mm-hmm. Get that survey beacon. Um, placement is what counts. Um, and you're saying that you're experiencing again wins. Wins help. Mm-hmm. Wins help wins a help. lot. That's yeah. a lot of points. Um, you know, Don't worry too much about getting the KP as, as far as getting out of a, a plat, pushing into diamond, uh, you definitely want to be playing for placement more. So playing edge ring, uh, and kind of surviving, or going for that survey beacon and getting to the right spot. Really nice. Things are gonna change though here at the split when we go on to mm-hmm. Olympus. So our strategy guide changes a lot. Um we have a Patreon episode about kind of how you do positioning and rotation on all three maps. And Olympus is the most different. So Stay tuned for more tips. We're going to try to crack more of the code on Olympus next next split. It's a lot different.
1: No doubt. That wraps up our episode, though. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Pods. Give us a follow on Spotify. Leave a five-star review with your question. We'll answer it on our next episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. Follow us on Twitch. Check out the Discord via the link in the description. And, you know, hit that, actually, the Twitch link in the description as well. Thank you for listening to the Third Party Podcast. Peace. Hey, now, another squad coming in. Whole squad down.
0: Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.